Good afternoon and welcome to Glorious Hope Community Church. Our weekly uh, broadcast every Sunday is from 3 um, uh, p.m. Depending on where you are joining us uh, today, we want to thank you for making time to join us. If you are worshiping with us in Winnipeg, we want you to check out our website at Glorious Hope Community Church and uh, you'll be able to find other uh, messages that can be of an encouragement to you. Thank you again for uh, the time, your support and your prayer and everything that you have committed to making our um, church life actually online. I want to thank every member of our church for making uh, time to be able to join us today and I thank you also for all the effort that you have put in to make this broadcast uh, available. The Lord continue to bless you and increase in everything that you do. Today I want to continue with uh, the message that I started last week about bearing fruit. In 2022, I'm not sure what, what your goals are. I am praying that you will include fruit bearing as part of your uh, goals and make it at something that is priority in your life. Because God made you, he created you, he called you to be a, a child of his that bears fruit. So as you listen to this message, as you um, open up your hearts to it, I am just asking you to ask God to make you that fruit-bearing child of His this year so that everything that you are doing, either physically, spiritually, um, uh, materially, uh, emotionally, ask God, I want to bear fruit. I want to be a different maker this year in the name of Jesus. So I pray that God will continue to work in your life. Last week we saw how God desires that we should make, uh, we should bear fruit. Every child of God was was called and created by God for something good to come out of us. If you go back to the uh, book of Genesis, even at creation, the Bible tells us that he, he called us, he created man to bear fruit, to be able to increase and multiply. Multiplication is in God's business for his children. So I want you to understand that. Make it your goal. Make it your determination that you want to bear fruit in every way to glorify God. We looked at two main aspects of fruit bearing that God wants us to bear. There is the character part of it, that your life will resemble Jesus. Your life will reflect who Christ is in everything uh, of your life. And, and the second part of it is bearing fruit that is about soul winning. You go out there, you share your testimony, and you bring that part of uh, um, what God is doing in your life to others so that they can also come and taste and see that our God is good. I want to continue with um, the same uh, team and going back again to John chapter 15 and picking some more lessons from it. How can we bear fruit? You cannot bear fruit without being connected to Jesus. You cannot bear fruit without being connected to Christ. Any child of God that needs to bear fruit, the word of God says, you must be connected to your to the vine and you being the branches will continue to yield uh, fruit. There are many other aspects that I want to help us to understand how we can bear fruit as children of God. And uh, from next week, I will look at it in the mainly concentrating on the aspect of how you and I can share our faith effectively, especially in this time of the world where um, 
people's mind, people's way of thinking, and everything is changing around us. How can we best share our faith? Bow with me as we invite the Holy Spirit to come and minister to our hearts. Dear Lord, we want to thank you today for giving us life. And Lord, that we can spend time with each other. I pray for those who are going through um, challenges of illness, especially because of this pandemic. I pray for your touch and healing upon them. I pray, oh God, that you will minister to them, oh God, and, and just set them free from the bondage of this uh, COVID-19. I ask you for favor, oh God, upon any who needs you in any way, oh God. May your spirit just minister to us. Lord, wherever we are hearing this message, bring healing, bring freedom, bring transformation. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray that Lord teach us, oh God, today and give us hearts that are receptive to be the doers of your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. So let's look at John chapter 15. I want to read the passage again and I'll take you right through uh, today's uh, message. I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, so that it will even uh, bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are wicked, um, are, sorry, are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. And if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you want or you wish and it will be done <coughs> to be done for you this is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit showing yourself to be my disciples as the father has loved me so have i loved you now remain in my love if you keep my commands you will remain in my love just as i have kept my father's commands and remain in his love I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servant because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command. Love each other. Jesus is very specific in this message to the disciples. He identifies himself as the only way that we can bear fruit if we remain attached to him. <coughs> Excuse me. 
So as a child of God, maybe you are putting in every effort. You are trying it yourself. You are saying that you probably are like a superman. You can do it by yourself. But the word of God says that without you being part of Jesus, without you being part of his body, you cannot bear the fruit that God wants you to bear. And you need to take notice of that. And the word of God in this passage also clearly says that you need to be clearly joined to him, attached to him, connected to him to be able to bear the fruit that you are expected to. And there are consequences for us if we do not bear fruit. If you don't bear fruit, the Bible says that he will cut you off and he will uh, throw you uh, away. In other words, the judgment of God will come upon you. You are called to bear fruit as a child of God. And we need to be very, very um, mindful of the importance of us being connected to Jesus. He compares us to a vine or to a tree. Any branch that is not mainly attached to the main stem, the main tree then you cannot be able to bear fruit and Jesus says that he is the main branch I mean the tree is the main vine and the more we get connected to him the more we can bear fruit and I gave you some um, ideas about how you can remain connected to Jesus and I want to run through that um, you can remain connected uh, to Jesus in various ways by staying alert in everything that you do be mindful of all the things that the enemy is throwing at you be mindful of where the enemy is guiding and taking the church be mindful of the fact that he's trying to mislead us and misguide us walk and be led by the spirit then you will be able to uh, be, remain connected to him God whatever that God has bless you with guard your heart guard your 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 walk with God in with your might um, and be intentionally involved in prayer through prayer you can talk to God spend time in, in with the Word of God and as you spend time with the Word of God and Scripture you will definitely know the mind of God and want to continue to be uh, connected to him remain continually in worship to your creator to your savior as you worship him you will have the desire to be part of him and remain connected to him get involved and allow god to be in every aspect of your life if you do that when you are um, walking out or living in the house or whatever you find yourself doing at your workplace um, get God involved in your business and your life will remain connected to him and you will remain strong feed on Christian content is the other thing that I mentioned to us the more time you spend feeding on the things that are related to your faith the more connected you will be. Do not avoid meeting together with other believers. Then you will be able to stay connected to um, um, uh, uh, to Christ. If you follow these principles, I assure you that your life will never be the same and you will continue to be a fruit-bearing child of God. Lastly, I mentioned that you need to practice the spirit of gratitude. Be thankful to the Lord at all times. In everything, the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18, in everything, give thanks to God. 
you may be going through some ups and downs, some turmoils in your life at this time. I want to encourage you. Why not take some time and give praise to the to the Lord for whatever situation you are in. Maybe it's something that you think you can never overcome. Would you try the, 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 the practice of gratitude and just give God the glory? Instead of focusing on the issue that you are in, give Him the praise and God will bring transformation and deliverance in your way. Um, the Bible says in Philippians 4 that we should not be anxious about anything, but in rather in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, we should make our requests known to God. Practice that spirit of gratitude and your life will never be the same. The, the next very important thing you can do before you can really bear fruit is to go back and remember what God says in the Psalms and um, in, in the passage that we have we have read, go and sink your roots deep in, in God. Sink your roots deep in Christ. Many of us as children of God are living a very shallow life. Our lives are not uh, sunk in, into the word of God. We are living a shallow life in the sense that we have not really taken a complete stand for God. So we have one life probably in the world and one life um, also in Christ. And as a result of that, we are being torn on both sides. We are being pulled on both sides and we are not able to take a clear stand for our faith. And until we come to the place of sinking deep, in, in Christ, we will not be able to bear fruit. Look at what the Bible says very clearly in the, in the book of Colossians. I'm taking it from New Living Translation. Colossians 2, 6 to 8. It says, and now just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. That is the first thing you need to do. Follow Christ. It's a continuous process. It's not just a one-time thing. You commit your Christ, I mean your life to Christ, it is a one-time of you being born again. But if you want to continue to uh, to produce fruit and be a live Christian, then you must continue to follow his principles. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth and um in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness don't let anyone capture you with with empty philosophies and high sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from christ sink your roots deep in christ and you will be able to continue to bear fruit if you look at it from the physical uh, thing. Let me use a, li a little uh, example. I've never been to um, Arizona, but I have read about the, some particular trees and, and, and um, plants that grow in the Arizona uh, desert. There are two types of uh, plants that I want to use to really illustrate this point to you. There is one that they call the tumble weed in uh, the Arizona desert. This is a, a weed that does not have its roots deep into the ground as a result of that when when uh, uh, the wind comes it just blows off the whole um 
uh, plant away and it keeps being tossed around from one place to the other. And just because it is not, its root does not go deep, it cannot remain at one place and continue to bear uh, and produce any fruit. However, we have also another plant in the same desert called the saguaro cactus. And this uh, uh, cactus plant is said to have um, its roots as deep as 50 to 60 feet on all directions. So this, this plant continues to produce even in the desert. It continues to thrive even in the desert because it is able to reach out its fruit through every angle and be able to draw moisture, to be able to draw its, its source of food. And as a result of that, it remains alive. It remains fresh. It remains um, active. It remains productive just because it stretches deep into all directions and draws the needed nutrient that the plant uh, has whatever your life is, uh, whatever your life is rooted to is what you will draw your strength from take notice of that whatever your life is rooted to is the exact thing that you are going to draw your strength from if your life is rooted to things that are not motivational to you, then you will not produce anything that is motivational. If your life is rooted to people who are negative, then you build your attitude, you build your mind, you saturate your thinking with negative attitude. If your life is rooted with people who are, who think that their lives are always in the uh, as failures, then you will build up, you take up the same life, you will continue to live in that same attitude. Build uh, around yourself people who can encourage you. Build around yourself men and women of God who will be spiritually motivating you into becoming the child of God that God wants you to be. Trust me, if you make um, um, your friends. Um, to be people who are living a life that does not glorify God. It is very easy for you to become like them. That's what the, the psalmist says in Psalm 1, verse 2 to 4. Anybody that is rooted in God or planted by the river, by the, by the place of water, he says they delight in the law of the Lord and they meditate on it day and night. And they are like trees planted along the river banks, bearing fruit each season their leaves never wither and they prosper in all that they do but not the wicked they are like worthless chaff and they are scattered by the wind god has plans for your life and the only way you can be able to have a productive life is when you remain rooted in christ you want to continue to bear fruit, child of God. Or you just want to just, you know, go with the flow. God didn't call us just to go with the flow. He called us to be fruit-bearing children of His. And I encourage you this year, make that your goal. And follow these principles. If you want to continue to bear fruit, the, the next thing that I want you to draw your mind to is allow yourself for pruning. The Bible says in John chapter 15, Jesus speaking to the disciples that any tree that is attached to the vine, 
the, 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 the vine dresser, who is Christ himself, prunes those plants. In other words, he takes away anything that is going to prevent that vine, that plant, that branch from producing. He takes that away. He cuts it off. He makes sure that he allows it to continue to be fresh and bear my fruit. Verse 2 says, he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You want to produce fruits? Then allow yourself to the, in the presence of God, in the hands of God for him to prune you. Most Christians, many Christians today do not want to be pruned. Pride has taken over. Some of us think we, have, we know so much that we don't need God anymore to prune us. But anyone that who has to bear fruit, that can continue to bear fruit, is the one that is able to allow themselves to be pruned. That God is able to take away anything in your life that does not really uh, yield or bear fruit. Prude, uh, prune, pruning as, uh, as, as Christians comes with humility. It comes with the submitting of ourselves to the hands of God. It comes when we allow ourselves to be teachable. Many of us are not teachable. You know, you are in the in sitting in the church or um, um, and hearing this word, even as this word is coming to you, your mind is somewhere else because you are not allowing that 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 spirit of God to work in you and make you that that uh, child of His that continues to bear fruit. Pruning is the ability that God uses to take away anything that is dead in you. He removes what is dead or what is dying out of your life. He takes away anything in you that does not uh, show that it can continue to produce. So he takes away those bad aspects of our life. He takes away those weaknesses in us and he puts in us the strength that can make you his child. He removes what is ineffective. That's one that is affected by diseases. Those are the plants, that the, the branches that are cut off. What is it in your life that God needs to prune? What is it in your life that is hindering you from being productive? Those are the things that he says, allow him to prune that, to take that away from you. He, because when that happens, you become a very fresh child of his and you continue to grow. He will remove what is hindering you from being the person that God wants you to be. And he will place in you the very things that will make you to be disciples of his that produces the thing that will glorify God. Hebrews 12, 10 and 11 says, God disciplines us for our good. Sometimes when discipline comes, we do not want it. But the Bible says that God desires to discipline you for your own good in order that we may share in his holiness. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, uh, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Discipline is like pruning. Through discipline, the things that are not glorifying God, God takes away. God removes and God places in us the very things that will honor him. Through discipline, God is able to glorify himself in your life. 
through discipline, God is able to take away anything that dishonors him. If you want to continue to, to grow um, and produce as a child of God, you must remain connected to him. You must allow him to prune you. You must be rooted in Christ. You must sink your roots deep in Christ so that he will continue to work in you. And the part that I want you to take home a lot this, this week is let your roots be, be deeply sunk in Christ. And if you do that, then God will continue to do his work in your life. And the other way that you can bear fruit is to keep his commandments. Keep uh, wanting to obey his words. Keep wanting to do the things that God wants you to do. Keep wanting to, um, to, or, uh, to live daily every aspect of your life in obedience to his word. If you keep my commandment, John chapter 15 and verse 10, you will remain in my love just as I have I've kept my father's command and remain in his life. We live in a world where being obedient to the word of God is something that is lacking these days. But I'm not sure uh, of how you live your life. I am hoping that you are that child, that child of God that wakes up and goes to bed every day thinking of how can I make Christ my Lord? In everything that I do you want to produce uh, fruit you must eliminate every weed in you that is hindering your your productivity you must take away every weed that prevents you from being able that chokes you out that is able to prevent you from yielding the fruit that will glorify God in Luke chapter 8 Jesus gave a parable of the sower and in this parable, he says, a sower goes out to plant. And as he goes around and scatters his weed on the field, some fell on good ground, others fell on the path, others fell on thorns, others fell in places on rocks, and they didn't have the roots even to sink deep to be able to germinate. But I want to remind you one that those that fell on, on, the, on the soil and were choked by the weeds because the weeds were not uprooted are the very things that I want to draw your attention to. Um, they were choked by the things that were sucking the, the, the nutrient that they needed to be able to continue to produce uh, fruit. And in our lives today, there are so many things that are preventing you from being productive in the house of God. Maybe it's about worry. Maybe it's about um, situations that you are in here. Some of us, it may even be the blessing that God is giving to us. Because of the blessing, we failed to be the people that God wants us to be. Because of where the God has brought us, we have rather turned our backs uh, to him. Pleasure is preventing us from being productive. There are weeds that we need to remove uh, from our life. There are weeds that we need to get out of. You want to grow, you better do some weeding of the things that are preventing you from being productive in your life. A lot of things in life are not necessarily wrong. They are just 
not necessary for your life at this moment. And maybe you need to cut back your schedules a little bit to remove the, the, the weeds in you that are preventing you from being productive. Because God does want you to be productive. And if you are not being productive, you want to question why I'm not being productive. And make this year the year where you, a year of weeding, where you are weeding of everything that is not making you to be productive as a child of God. You know them. And I'm praying that the Spirit of God will speak to you and open your eyes and understanding to see those things. You will bring them to the Lord and say, help me to uh, weed out so that I will not be choked out of uh, the growth that I need to grow as a child of God. You want to be productive this year? Submit to the... Um, uh, to the word of God, allow yourself to be pruned by him, sink your root deep in him, allow yourself so that you will be you will be weeding off, allow the spirit of God to weed off all the things that are making you not productive. Remember what Jesus says, if you do not remain connected to him, you cannot bear any fruit. How I pray that this year will be a year of productivity in your life. It will be a year where you, you will see the glory of God manifested. Brethren, I just want you to know that when God called you, he didn't call you just to float around. He called you to be productive. And you don't want to be on the other side of being a branch that is cut off and thrown away because you are not being productive. Remember the two areas of your life that God wants you to be productive. Your character. Is it reflecting Jesus? Is the, your, your daily life making him known? Is, are the things that you do reflect who Jesus is in your life? Is Christ being manifested in the words that come out of your mouth, in your thought patterns? Is Christ being manifested in your desires you see the lord of your your desires the things that you choose to do is christ the master of those things and are you a soul winner maybe in your situation you are thinking you know what i really want to share my faith but i don't know how to do it those are the areas that i want to look at um in our next seminar. i want to take us to various part of the scriptures and help us to understand within the 21st century how are we able to minister bring the gospel to the world by being in an effective way by continuing to be fruit bearing children of god and i'm praying that as we go through this teaching you and i will be able to know the mind and the will of god and that we will make Christ, uh, we not only know Christ, but we will make him better known to the world. I pray that the Spirit of God will work in you and minister to you and encourage you and strengthen you and help you to clearly remain connected to your God and your Savior. There is no other way that you can bear fruit if you remain outside of Jesus. May God bless you. May he keep you and make his face to shine upon you in all that you do. Amen. Join us again next week as we continue this series. And I pray that the Lord will uh, awaken you and sharpen your, um, your faith to be productive 
and to be God glorified. 